Hello and welcome to another episode of Ramble On. Uh, today I'm joined by Marcus Speller, which is always a pleasure. Um, and something I really want to talk about, which is it's an issue that I don't think is really discussed enough, not just in football, but in, in the wider world. And that's Quantum Leap, um, which you, you may remember as a TV show where the titular character, actually he wasn't the titular character at all, he was just the, the main character, Sam Beckett, would sort of, after some science-based accident, would travel from body to body, solving the problems of each new person he landed in, trying to get home. Um, it was actually probably nightmarish, but um, it, was, it, was a, it was a fun romp through, through all kinds of different things. And I, I, I think about it all the time, especially if a footballer is going through terrible form. I think, is that Sam Beckett? How is he going to get out of this? Um, and I want to pose this to Marcus today, really. Marcus, are you au okay with Quantum Leap? Is that a fair assessment of it, do you think? I never watched Quantum Leap, but I'm very aware of it. It's a bit like Dallas. I never watched it, but mm. I'm very aware of it. And by the way, this might be the first time ever on a Ramble Pod where I'm not the host in any form or on or, or another. So I'm quite. Have, have I not interviewed you on a Ramble on before? Oh, maybe you have. I think actually. I tried to convince you to support Arsenal. You, yeah, okay. you wouldn't have it. <laughs> yeah, I chose uh, Dinamo Zagreb in the end, and I was quite pleased about that. <laughs> Didn't we all? <laughs> Didn't we all? Never doubted them. Never doubted them. <laughs> So yeah, so, quantum leap. Yeah, fine. Yeah, all on board with that. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to. Um, I'm, Marcus is going to take the role of Sam Beckett, and he is going to leap into the bodies of various people in football. Um, I'm going to present him with a dilemma, uh, and he's going to have to solve that dilemma before I, 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 I let him move on. I'm sort of like his Ziggy, um, if you've seen the show. Um, so yeah, let, let's get straight into it. So today, Marcus, right now, you are going to leave your body, and you mm-hmm. are in this exact moment. Yes. You are Joe Hart's social media manager. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> I, I tripped over even saying that. I was so excited. Yeah, I am... I, I, I'm, I'm... I'm thinking of backup career. Yeah, is what I'm so thinking. Let's, let's set the scene a little bit more. Okay. It's, it's quarter to four. This is when we're yes. recording this on a Friday afternoon. Uh-huh. Joe Hart's still not been in touch. What, what are you thinking? I'm thinking to myself, you know, you know the kind of when the referee, you walk off the pitch before the referee's banded the red card. That's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm just going to assume I'm sacked. I need to find a new job. I'm done. I've gone. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not even you... going to. I'm not even going to. I, I will. I would. I would probably message Joe Hart and say, you know, I've. Um, uh, good luck with your uh, career. It's, it was a pleasure serving uh, on your social media channel. See you later. Bye. That's what I do. Yeah. So you're just like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Let's not waste any more time in this career. Yes, exactly. It could not have, it could not have gone more. <laughs> yeah, it could then, not have gone any worse. Let's let's become a dog groomer like I've always wanted. <laughs> That's what I do. And then I would end the text by saying, anyway, glad you got through. Uh, good luck for the rest of this, the Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god absolutely <laughs> astonishing well job done marcus yeah. job done i think <laughs> gonna let you move on from joe hart's oh, social media manager by so. the way there's, there's a person behind that social that that era and i genuinely yeah. feel sorry for him oh god yeah you, mm. we've all had that sinking feeling where you've made some sort of professional mistake yeah. or you've done something has happened where you're like oh god i've messed up here and it is an awful feeling not as bad as to the, be as that the, public and that bad it's terrible not as bad as the bloke who um put uh, 
the South Korea up on the flag, the South Korea flag on the flagpole when North Korea were playing in the uh, the Olympics in the football. Oh. Remember that? Yeah. one? Yeah, it's, it's up there though, isn't it? Mm, it's it's similarly banter. public and bad. Can't everyone just laugh this one off this one time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you if you get down to that, you're in trouble, aren't you? Right, so we're going to move you on, Marcus, okay, and uh, this is going to be a little sciencey, special effectsy bit now. Ooh. And you are you are Steve Bruce, Marcus. And so what's happened here is you've been doing extra jumping practice with Andy Carroll after training, <laughs> and after that you've gone to get on your bike, you've mm. slipped, and you've got your head stuck in some railings. Now Andy's late for a date, so he just leaves. Um, <laughs> And you've dropped your phone and it lands face up in front of you. You see a text from your wife that says, happy anniversary, Brucey tits. Now, obviously, I don't know what they call each other, so I've had to improvise that. Um, the restaurant is booked for seven, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not. You haven't <clears throat> booked it. You haven't booked it at all. She uh-huh. follows up. I'm not fucking about. This really is make or break. I'm tired of your weird, hard to believe excuses. How do you free yourself and save your marriage? So unfair. <laughs> Poor Brucey. So he doesn't get battered enough. You're suggesting that if he doesn't get the right restaurant, it's over. Well, he hasn't booked the re- he hasn't booked it, Mark, because he's forgotten about it. In this hypothetical situation, we should well, probably I mean, say. I I presume that he has Siri on his phone. Mm-hmm. So I would I would I would I would call out for Siri, but knowing Brucey though, it would go. Uh, you haven't activated it, and you need to like use a thumbprint or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, but, but let's let's think it is activated. So I would I would use Siri and I would you know phone the restaurant and I would and I would and I would do that, and then I would phone for help. So restaurant first, help restaurant second. first. Yeah, well the marriage is more important because presumably if yeah. he, Brucey will will uh, you know the wife would at least think uh, if if I if I was if I was late or didn't turn up, and then you know you had to eventually phone her and go look, I'm stuck in the railings again. Uh, you're gonna have to. <laughs> you're gonna have to forgive me this time. Bring the margarine, okay? Uh, <laughs> bring, bring. I'm the, just uh... trying to keep fit. Yeah. <laughs> so every I, week. Would, but I would. I'm trying to think of of who I would call to sort of help me out of, uh, of the situation. It would have to be someone who. Um, I think. Do you know what I think? That, Mike Ashley's not going to help, but I'm sure he'll have been able to get himself out of such a scrape. If you see what I mean, yeah. I think I think Jamal well, Lasell. Sorry, can we yeah. can we dwell on Mike Ashley not helping for a bit? Well, How does I just, that... no, because I think he would he would either be too busy. He hmm. probably can't get much reception in that helicopter of his. I don't know. Uh, or he would just. I don't turn think up. he lives in the helicopter. He's not sort of <laughs> constantly circling St James's Park in a sort of <laughs> sky palace. Although maybe he is. Who knows? Sky palace. I think. I think he. I think he spends a lot of time in a helicopter. You and I have met someone who have has had a helicopter ride with Mike Ashley. Remind me of who that was because it's ringing uh, bells. It was a chap who worked for a previous um, sponsor, like did a short sponsorship with us. Mm. And he said he, he got in a helicopter with Mike Ashley. I can't remember they were up north somewhere, and they and they and they, and they came back to London. But uh, I think Ashley would just sort of point and laugh. He would, eh, hey, you mag, Brucey, you know, and then vomit on him or <laughs> yeah. something. Uh, That's why uh, I didn't like Benitez. 
Benitez yeah. wouldn't put up with that sort of treatment. <laughs> I think someone like Jamal Lascelles just looks like a guy who's quite dependable. He's just mm. been like, oh, gaffer, what are you, you've, oh, again? <laughs> I've got to and, do everything around here. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, uh, to me, he was, he's the type of guy that he would have a toolkit ready. He would be sympathetic. I think he's a good, he comes across as a good guy. I mean, look, I might be totally wrong. I don't know the, the chap from Adam, but I think he'd be a good guy and I don't think he'd tell anybody and that's what I'd do. Yeah, so, so how does or, this pan out? Or Neil Warnock's only in Middlesbrough, which is not that far away, and you know Warnock would help you out and he would have tools yeah. and everything. Oh, don't worry, Bruce. I'll be there in a minute. I'll just get a gun on my bike and then I'll come down. Mm. I'll get you out on that scrape. And also, Warnock would know someone who knows someone that could get you a reservation somewhere. Yes, possibly. Oh, the, the, the missus and I, we'll have to go to this chippy on the on the, on the the uh, on the coast. It may, it may only be fish and chips, but I'll tell you what, you'll be well impressed, yeah. yeah. So I, I, Actually, yeah, scrap all that. I'd phone Neil Warnock and <laughs> everything would be sorted. Yeah, I'd and summon I, the Warnock. Yeah, you and congratulations, Marcus, because there's no way I'm not accepting that. Um, <laughs> but you've, you've, used your, you've used your Warnock. Yeah, so, I've still yeah, got my spend. It's not coming how the, back. How the fuck he'll help me in anything? <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, we're moving on. Again, yeah. more special effects. Marcus mm. Speller, you mm. are Big Sam Allardyce. Ooh. So you're pulling into the car park before training. You are belting out Christina Aguilera's dirty, and you're so caught up in it, you knock Sammy Lee's wing mirror clean off his car. <laughs> you think, fuck it. It's only Sammy, and it's not like I respect him, so you say nothing. Later, Lee is apoplectic, insisting nobody leaves until someone admits they did it. He points the finger at Jake Livermore. Livermore says he'll never play for the club again unless Lee apologises. What do you do? Oh, bloody hell. Want to get dirty. Um, ah, I'm stumped here. I mean, this is, this is we're recording this at a time when, of course... It was mistaken identity when uh, Kenwin Jones got the pig's head in his locker, I believe, or his car or something. And that was very disrespectful, he felt, and it caused a bit of a ruckus in the dressing room. Yeah. And, it, and it all sort of. So you're wise to try and diffuse a situation. You, and Jake Livermore's a big player. You don't want to, you don't want to upset him. <laughs> At the same time, the points on the license. I think, I think the, the, I think the answer here is that I would say, Sammy Lee, look, you know as well as I do, I don't respect you, but you respect me, okay? When you're the king, you can do anything. And I want you to um, say sorry to Jake Livermore, and I want you to tell him that you crashed your car stupidly and you are taking all the flack for this. Otherwise, there'll be no more pints of wine and wings for you, my boy. <laughs> Bearing in mind, this is the man who I like to say... That this story that we were told in good confidence that when they travelled together that time from a journalist, Sammy Lee was handing Werther's originals to uh, Sam Allardyce as they were getting interviewed. There is an obvious clear power dynamic there to be exploited, and I'm exploiting it. No points for me. Livermore gets his apology. Sammy Lee can do one. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you, you can hear it. At home, listeners, but I've been laughing the entire time he's been explaining that. So effectively, you're just putting Sammy Lee back in his box, aren't yeah, exactly. you? Exactly. <laughs> you fucking little Sammy Lee shake yeah. box. You're going to take this on the chin, Sammy. Ooh, I'm overdue. Problems. I'm coming through. Give me some room. That's what Sam yeah. Allardyce is singing. As he's Absolutely. Dirty. There is... <laughs> 
Yeah, and you know, he's not paying for it either, is he, Allardyce? He's nah. just not going to mention it. No, no, no. It no. just won't bring it up, and he knows that Lee won't. So that, exactly. that's pretty comprehensive, Marcus. That's a very impressive way of getting yourself <laughs> out of that scrape. Um, you've, you've used the Allardyce aura there very, yes, very well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so we're going to leap. Um, so very quickly, you are Tim Sherwood. Your agent calls. All oh, right. The, the West Brom job is going after Sammy Sam Allardyce and Sammy Lee have left the club, <laughs> left the club under a cloud of mystery. They yeah. want you. Trouble is, they need uh-huh. to interview you right now because Phil Brown wants it and he won't oh. shut up. You need to get down there now. Problem is, you've woken up on Tim Lovejoy's sofa. You had a big night with Lovejoy, <laughs> Sheephead, Fucko, Nobzy, and Timeshare Chris, and someone sharpied a penis onto your forehead. It won't come off. You've got blue WKD all over your shirt, and Lovejoy won't lend you one because he thinks it's the banterest thing he's ever seen. What do you do? You need. You really need this. Fucko. I see you had a wonderful afternoon coming up with all this shit, didn't you? <laughs> I just channeled the people involved. So hang on, let me get this right. So I've got a, I've got a sort of a penis drawn on my forehead. I'm stinking of booze, but I need yeah, to go you're, now. Is you're, that the... you're, yeah, you're drunk as well. So obviously you're not driving. You've got to yeah, yeah, find yeah, a way yeah. around that. Yeah. Okay, so what am I going to do? Well, Tim Lovejoy has obviously got a big old bottle of dupe. Yeah. Uh, right. The thing is, Lovejoy won't help. You've got to remember uh, that because Lovejoy thinks it's funny so to I, not so, help you. So presumably, I can't sort of then say, "Oh well, I would just steal his um, colour." Yeah, I mean, you could rob. You could rob Tim Lovejoy. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that wasn't in the spirit of what you were saying. But okay. So I would, I would, uh, you know, go to the go to the loo and then and then cover myself in his bottle of dupe or whatever you know teenagers wear, and uh, <laughs> I try and. Uh, 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 yeah, to sort of get rid of the smell. I, I mean, so I have a. Do I have a drive to go to the West Brom? What's the sort of? Yes. Yeah. So I, I don't know where to... Tim Lovejoy lives, but it's let's say it's. It's got like, to be the southeast, like, isn't it? Home... Yeah, exactly. You got to get up to West Brom. Oh blimey! So the the thing in question here is the knob on forehead. Um, yeah. What, what are we going to do there? Well, I would. What I would do is. I would. So the the let me just double check this. The the West Brom um what would you call it sort of badge is um it's a little bird, isn't it? Um yes. was it a sparrow, is it? I'm um, not sure. Sort of perched on now it's perched on uh uh like uh, some little berries and it, 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 like a little leaves and berries. I'm describing this poorly. You, you look at the badge, you know what I mean. It's a branch, isn't it? It's, a, little it's branch. a branch with a couple of berries. So I'm hoping that, that those berries are... I'm going to fashion the bollocks <laughs> on my forehead and and sort of... I'm going to change it. You know, you know like when, when someone's got a bad tattoo and they go to a tattooist yeah. and say, what can you do with this? And they kind of... They, they sort of use that image and they create something better or they sort of go over it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get the cock and balls and I'm going to manage to kind of dress it up. I'm going to go into... Um, I don't know... Uh, a, a, a nearby tattoo parlor i'm obviously not going to get the tattoo but i'm going to say can you do like a temporary kind of henna job or something i assume they've got they can do that and oh, i'm going to, to say, be the uber driver taking tim lovejoy down the tattooist with the cock and balls drawn on his forehead or tim sherwood what a tail you'd have sorry yeah tim sherwood <laughs> and i would get them to to do the, the the west brom badge on my forehead so that would cover the cock and balls and then, as I say, I'm covering myself in dupe, Davidoff, whatever he's got, nicking his uh, aftershave. And 
and then uh, you know getting in an uber or something like that going up to the club and say look i have i have the reason why i smell of alcohol is because just merely being connected to this job I, I had to have some sort of celebration. I love the club. Um, my family just said, <laughs> even if I don't get the job, it's like a, it's like a, an Hang Oscar on a minute. Nom- so you're claiming that you got hammered on the way? <laughs> oh, I see. I mean, you you mean, might I want to rethink that. Oh, yeah, no, I do need to rethink that as well. Um, I th- okay, I would say all my former players held a big party for me last night because they think I'm such a legend and I'm so good to work with. And I had no choice, but to, cause they all kept buying me drinks. So that's why I'm a little bit drunk. Anyway, enough about me. I love the club. As you can see, got the badge on my forehead. It's only henna, so it can come off. Uh, what do you say? That's what I'm doing. Yeah, well, you're not getting the job. But uh, okay. I am going to accept that as an as an answer, Marcus. Very very well played. You are a slippery snake. Um, <laughs> what happens if I don't things? get one? Am I just in constant turmoil as Tim Sherwood on Lovejoy's couch, jobless? How did it happen in in Quantum Leap? Oh yeah, if if he didn't fix a problem by a certain time, he couldn't go on to his next leap to eventually mm. try and get home and that person would generally have a terrible life so unfortunately right, for tim yeah. sherwood he's you know he's not getting the west brom job but you never uh-huh. know things might be bright for him in the future it'll probably Indeed. work out for the best so yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to leap one more time and then another time after that um <laughs> if i can so this it. is your penultimate leap um so marcus speller you are sven Juran erickson oh yes here we go could yeah. not do it so you're staying with your old friend and protege, Lou Bega. <laughs> yes, Lou. Big mates. Obviously, sort of everything in you. Um, you've nipped out to the offie for some more Cristal because you know what you both like. You never get enough in. Only problem is you've got back and Lou isn't answering any of his phones. Oh. The dozy sod must have fallen asleep again. You've set the alarm off and a private security team have turned up demanding to know who you are and why mm. you're sneaking around. They know nothing about football. They're not interested in your explanation and they simply will not believe that you're mates with Lou Baker. What do you mm. do? Oh, bloody hell, Jim. <sighs> so so I've got, to con- I've got to sort of convince them um, who I am and so I can get back on the bevy with Lou, essentially. Yeah. Back on the bevy with Bega. Um, well, Sven is a very disarming man. That's quite apparent, and yeah. uh, and so so obviously all the charm and everything is gonna it, it, we're gonna need that there. Um, how would I? Well, for mm, to, I, they know nothing about football. These people, no, as in, you know, they don't. As in any, well, fo- g- they're just not into it. They're just not. They're just not football guys. But could I then have on my phone, you know, my my uh, uh, contacts book, uh, yeah, you know, you in, my, in my phone, I could get David Beckham up on FaceTime and then sort of say, look, here I am. Because these people, again, do they know nothing about football or would they know who David Beckham is? Uh, they know who David Beckham is, but they think you're lying. Okay, so I would go, I would, I would, I would sort of do that. I'd say, okay, let me, let me, let me present to you some evidence here. Here is uh, a load of f- famous footballers like Beckham to vouch for who I am. I would then take them down to uh, the local Waterstones and I would buy a copy of my autobiography. Mm -hmm. And I would say, right, go to this page. 
and I'm going to describe what you're about. You know, you've got all the evidence in front of you, and I'm going to describe this meeting of when I did this with this um, lady. And I would and I would talk it all out, and I would say, look, here is uh, the contacts book again. And I would then, uh, uh, and also all the women who were on each arm would also testify to this. Right. I, I didn't specify that he had he had a harem with him, Marcus. <laughs> it's fine. So you can't be bringing that in. Okay. So yeah, I would just go through the autobiography and go right on page, you know, 117. What you're about to read is this, and it, 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 you know, this is where I took the guy's wife, and then I had to run away, and I didn't have anything but a shirt on, and this, that, and the other. So I think that's what I would try and do, really. So basically, your answer is you've charmed them. Yes. Well, what else have I got as Sven? There's, I mean, there's, no, firstly, true. there's no other need to, to use anything. That, that's all he's got in his arsenal, and that's mm. all he needs, quite frankly. Okay, well, it's not the most satisfying episode resolution. Yeah. But um, well, what would you suggest yeah. then? Could you could you help it's me not, spice hey, it up? Hey, hey, I'm just the universe hey. in this situation, mate. It's not for me to suggest, or I'm, you know, uh-huh. I'm, I'm unfeeling and unthinking. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so we're going to move on uh-huh. um, from that. I think you would just about get away with that. I think I think Sven could talk his way into Lou Baker's house, to be honest. Yeah. So even if security forces were involved. So we're going to leap for the last time. Marcus Bella, you are Pete Donaldson. Oh, You've attempted to make your own hair dye, but have coincidentally bought all the same ingredients needed for a homemade bomb, and the feds have come knocking. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, what do I do? Um... um I I say it's time to play Portmantonio Conte and see if they go for it <laughs> so I can distract them for a moment. Um, but presumably that wouldn't work. Well, Pete's father is uh, a big inspiration to, for Pete as yes. well. And to all of uh, us. Yeah, indeed. And I believe he has a drone, doesn't he? Mm. So I'm just, I'm, I, I don't know what the answer is, but that must come in handy in this situation it's like pick up pete and carry him away to yeah safety. This is... <laughs> his father arrives on a drone <laughs> <laughs> hurry peter we both can't yeah i think that's what i do i think because his dad was in the navy was he i believe so yeah okay so i'll just be like dad you gotta get here send yourself on a drone so big stewie donaldson turns up and being an ex-serviceman, he's going to have more in common with the bomb disposal guys. And yeah. while whilst my father, Stuart Donaldson, is explaining uh, what's going on, I do a classic Pete thing. I grab the controls of the uh, drone and <laughs> fly myself to safety, throwing even my own father under the bus <laughs> and, hoping, and, and hoping it works out for him. <laughs> well, Marcus, it's a cruel, cruel end. To the series, um, but I, you know, I think I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to accept it. Things have gone awry, but such is the way, isn't it? If you're gonna involve yourself with somebody like that. So yeah, thank you very much for taking part in in Quantum Leap. Um, I don't yeah. think many of those plots would get through the writers' room, but mm. you know, we've done what we can, haven't we? I think so. Yeah, that's been. I, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. My family and I have had a great day today, and uh, and you know, it's a day we'll never forget. Yeah, exactly. As if this wasn't confused enough, you've now ended it like it's a game show. Thanks for listening to Ramble On, everybody. Um, You're our favourite ones. We love you. Um, So, yeah, um, we'll speak to you soon. Bye.
This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.